Oh, hello, and welcome back to Self-Care Secrets. I am your host, Jamie McFadden, and today I have a special interview. We are continuing on our series of interviewing super single moms, and this series is to inspire each and every one of you listeners that no matter where you're at in life, we can make our journey beautiful. And so I've chosen some of the most inspirational single moms that I know or have been introduced to, and this beautiful woman is one of them. She is a first-time author who has made her writing debut in the Galore Game, which is all about mom and her magical robe. So um, this, with no further ado, is, and I'm going to introduce her by her full name because I almost named my daughter, Sophia, this name. It oh. is uh, a name that I love very much, but Georgina Fagan, who goes by Gina Fagan. Hi, how are you? Hi, how you doing? Good. Thank you so much for being on here. I'm glad you asked. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, first of all, congratulations on your book. I am so excited. I have not got my copy yet, but I just ordered it and can't wait to be reading it. And I know my daughter's going to love it. And you are just someone who, you know, let's talk a little bit about your journey into single motherhood and then kind of the inspiration for your book. Cause I believe your book is about single mom, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I became a single parent when my oldest, my daughter Cassidy was four and my son, Matt was two. So it was very unexpected. And uh, all of a sudden here I was with these two kids looking at me like, what do we do now? Where's daddy? I'm like, good question. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just, you know, I picked up the pieces. I decided to be two people at once. And I just really worked as hard as I could to do the best that I could for them because it was just so hard. And during those times, I wasn't, I mean, I did, of course, worry about them, but just myself, I was like, how the hell am I going to do this? You know, I, I don't have the money to do it. I don't have this. I don't have that. And I was just like, I'm like, it's okay. You know, <laughs> just keep working, keep doing it. You'll get it. And my mother, thank God, she saw that I was going through it. She's like, if you need to come home, come home. I'm like, okay, I'll be home for like six months. I'll get on my feet and that's it. And it was like seven, eight years later. <laughs> Once I come in the driveway, I'm like, okay, we're here, we're home. So, mm. so thank God for her because at least this way, you know, she was not their dad, but it was just another family member. It was somebody to tuck them in a bed if I had to go to work or make a lunch or a snack or help me. You know, she was huge. So we became a different type of family. And uh, yeah, it was just like, you know, day by day, like getting up and doing, you know how it is, you, you get up and what do I have to do today? And what do I have to do for them today? And, you know, throwing a load uh -huh. in and whatever, you know, you're just so busy, but you're just in it. Yes. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you for sharing that because I think it's really important that knowing that us as single moms, we all have our own different stories. Some single moms, you know, we're knew they were going to be single moms. I interviewed someone who she did it all by herself, like did uh sperm bank and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, we Ooh. all have this different story of how we got to where we are. And I think it's so great to share this. So thank you for sharing about like moving back in with your mom, because I think that's another thing too, is breaking the stigma of like, we're supposed to do this certain way of life and da, da, da. And let's be real. It doesn't work out that way. Most of the time for no, any of us. No handbook, no handbook yeah. at all. We just kind of go with the flow. Totally. So now can you share a little bit about what led you into writing your book? Well, I did think about it years ago, like while I was raising the kids, it was always an idea because I moved back to the town that I grew up in. Now my kids went to the schools that I went to, the library, the whole bit. So they thought that everybody had this perfect family. There was a mom and there was a dad. And, and I'm like, I promise you that's not true. 
but they didn't believe me. So I never really, like I said, I was so busy that I didn't always think about how they were feeling. I was just trying to like be two people and everything's fine. Don't worry. You know, sorry, my voice got the worse it was. And um, it was just like when they got older, I saw, you know, when they would tell me things, I didn't realize how bad they felt. You know, they, the, they felt so like alienated and alone and different. And, you know, some people like kids can be cruel sometimes, you know, got picked on and bullied in the whole bit. So I thought about it more and more. And then years go by again. And now I have, and I'm in a relationship, I'm engaged to Anthony and I have an eight year old son and my son is in school with a boy who is raised by a single mom. And he got very, very upset when he found out that my son knew because he was embarrassed and he was ashamed. I'm like, I think this is the time for this book to come out. So it is about the power of mom and being a single parent and being, I mean, this could be for dads too, but in my case, it is a mom, but just about being proud of the family that you have. It might not look like everybody else's, but this is your family and they love you and be proud of it. So that, that is the base of the story. I can't wait to read this book. <laughs> and okay, so now I have to share because we got connected through one of my very best friends who happens to be, I believe, both of our publishers, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah, so Samantha Joy, I got to give her a little credit here because she has been kind of a super connector for me in so many ways. And we we always want to connect each other. And she was the person that said right away, she's like, you have to interview Gina. Like, you have oh, to nice. talk to her. You're going to love her. She's amazing, this and that. So I just, I'm, I'm so thankful for as single moms, having those kind of connections where somebody can say like, oh my goodness, you know, and that's what I want to do with this podcast is help to inspire the connection, right? The connective of whether it's single moms or whether it's people that maybe are just going through something, or maybe somebody wants to write a book. And then now you've inspired them to write a book because both of us have written books. So what would you say as a single mom, if you could look back now and say, okay, in hindsight, maybe some of the greatest lessons you learned or like what would you tell your younger single mom self at that time now with what you know is there anything that you'd offer that advice to I would tell her I would promise her that it is going to go quick (laughs) (laughs) you know you do day to day and it's so like it's the day to day is slow the years are fast you know I mean my kids Mm -hmm. now they're my daughter's gonna be 27 my son's gonna be 25 He's married. He's a sergeant in the army. My daughter is gorgeous. She works a million jobs. She's finding her way. You know, she's putting herself through school. They're good people. It's, it is amazing that the people that I worried about as little people are now grownups. And we, we have, there is a bond. I I have a very nice relationship with my son, Sebastian. He's amazing. It's just different. There's something that's very special and tight. Well, three musketeers. Hmm. Wow. That is so beautiful. It it, may, it gets my eyes welling because you and at least two or three of the other moms I've interviewed have said literally something along the lines of like, I wish I knew how fast it went, you know, and we hear yeah. that, right? I have a six-year-old. And so sometimes I'm in that thick of it stage where I'm like, oh my gosh. And I, I still, there's not a minute that goes by that I don't look at Sophia and, and appreciate, you know, even if like we've been up all night because she's had this crazy cough, right? So we're in the bathroom, yeah. like with the steam going, making a bed and doing like spa day at two in the morning. And I'm like, okay, sometimes these are the core memories, right? Like we're going to look back on this and I know I'm going to miss this um, as hard as it could be. So thank you for bringing that up. And then what would you say to some moms right now that are listening that maybe are scared to, maybe they, maybe they need to leave the situation they're in, or maybe they need to make a change in their life, but they're afraid because maybe 
they aren't the breadwinner or maybe they, you know, they don't know how to do it. Like, what would you say to somebody that's in that phase? That that's, it's a tough spot. And, and I, I've been in that spot. So I understand it. It's scary. It's frightening. And the unknown is the scary part. But I think that I am always a firm believer in things might not go the way you want, but they always work out. I do believe that things always work out one way or another. I did not expect to be a single parent. I went, we were all living together. One, I'll be honest, I, we were living together and he went to jail. I didn't expect it. I completely had no idea that he was in as much trouble as he was. So I drove him to the court and I drove home by myself. So it was fully unexpected. I had, he wrote bad checks all over the place. I had to pay for everything. I had to go on food stamps. I had to do it all. And I never, I actually saved one because I said, never forget because it's important. You never know what will happen, but there's always a way if you don't have family to rely on. And I didn't want to burden my family, which was why I went that route. I'm like, I'll go to a family court. I'll do everything. And I did. You're stronger than you think. Always, always. Wow. Wow. Well, I thank you for sharing that. As you can see, my eyes are are welling up because (laughs) I think a lot of us moms, we, we are really good whether we're single moms or not, we're really good at being resilient and tough and thick and strong and taking the burden into our own shoulders and backpack that we walk around with. But a lot of the times we don't open up about the real shit that goes on behind closed doors because there's multiple reasons, right? We want to protect our family. We want to, you know, make sure everything looks okay from the outside. But at the end of the day, I think it's really important. And I thank you for being vulnerable and transparent because you know, I grew up with a dad who was an addict and died, you know, when I was really young. And it's like the stuff that happened in our house was terrible. I mean, we got evicted. Like there were so many things. Like when you say this, I'm like, sometimes I wish that more people would talk about it so that we don't all feel so alone, right? Like a lot of the times when we're in that situation. So thank you. And in addition to that, can you share what it was like for you, even just a snippet of like in those moments when you were like, how am I going to do this? Or or having to say to your mom, like, mom, can I come home for just a little bit or would like swallow the pride or like put the ego aside? Like, how did you do it? I, I, I had to put the kids first. I just had to put them first. There were times, there's one memory that I talk about all the time. The ones that are the worst are the ones that are funniest. Like when they, when the kids are older, my son, Matthew was two and he was feeling it and, but he just didn't get what was going on. And he was in his room and he wouldn't let me in. <laughs> I was, I was leaning against the door and I was smoked at the time. And, and he kept kicking it and kicking it. I'm like, how am I going to get through this? How am I not going to kill him or myself? But you know, I'm like, okay, walk away, walk away, calm down, take a minute. That's my biggest thing. It's like, walk away from not the kids, of course, just the situation for a minute, take a break, take a breather and come back like an adult and talk mm-hmm. to them because they do listen. They do understand way more. So right. that, that is one memory that it was just like, it, it sticks to my head. We laugh about it all the time. And um, going back to my mom was a tough one. I mean, she was great. You know, she was in a relationship and um, her fiance had passed away. So she was alone. My brother went into the air force, like everybody Thing, there was so much change going on. So she welcomed to have the kids around, of course, you know, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, just to say, damn it, I, I'm, I'm in trouble and I need help. I'm, yeah. I'm never yeah, I think that. that's, I think that's a big thing. And thank you again for bringing this up is like to remind ourselves that it's not about, I think a lot of moms, we try to like hold everything together. Like it's perfect or like, we got it, we got it. But at the end of the day, a lot of the moms have such a struggle with asking for help. 
I see this in my business. I run a self-care business and it's like most moms, even when I ask, what do you need? They don't even know and just start crying because they're like so far gone from even who they are or connected to themselves that at this point they've gone, come to me because they're like, well, I'm not at a therapist yet, but I know I need to do something to change my life. And then all of a sudden when I ask these questions and they don't even know, it is sad because I think as moms, we're taught and conditioned to believe that we just got to do it all and we got to grit our teeth and smile and put the face on and face the day. And I think to a degree, yes, it's true. We do need to do that and show up for our kids. Like you're saying, put the kids in the forefront of every decision we make and the things we do, but also sometimes to be able to, to swallow the pride, the ego, you know, and, and say with compassion, like I need help. I need support. I think that's such a, I think that's such a courageous thing to do. So thank you for sharing that. You don't want to hear the, I told you you know, and I, and I did anyway, but I lived and I survived. So it wasn't that bad. Totally. Okay. So now I want to ask you, cause I think that this is really key too, is I know for myself, sometimes I've struggled with the like shaming of single mother, right? Like, it's like, Oh, Oh, like I'll w- walk my kid to school or something. And this hasn't happened in a while now, but I remember initially it was like, I felt like I had single mom written all over my head and people are just judging me left and right. Like, Oh, she's the single mom. Um, and yes. Okay. I heard a lot of things. Like I heard like, Oh, she's the one that's like, Oh, maybe she's going to go talk to her husband's or, Oh, maybe she's going to, uh, you know, this and that, whatever. And it's like, not, that's like the farthest from the truth, right? I'm so damn busy with my kid. I can't even think yes. of that. However, I have my own problems. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. However, <laughs> it is interesting because as we know, people are going to talk, people are going to judge, people are going to say what they're going to say. So what advice do you have for moms that are going through it? And then they're, they know, like they're in that spot where they feel really judged and really shamed. And maybe they're feeling it internally too, right? Like they're feeling guilty for the decisions or whatever else. Do you have any advice or anything that came up for you on that? I think for myself that I, I, towards the end of my relationship, I was so unhappy that even as bad and as hard as it was, it was better. Mm. And it, I think that if I ever was spoken to a way that was putting me down, basically, just because they didn't understand what my situation was, that never bothered to ask if I was okay right. or if I needed help. It was just judgment. I think that I felt, you know what, I'm doing the job of two people financially and physically. So you can't touch me. You can't hurt me. Mm. And I just powered through because I am, or, or I was at that time. I worked. I took care of my kids. I helped my mother. My mother helped me. I brought piano lessons, you name it. I did it. Every haircut, every field trip, every pair of shoes I paid for. And nobody can take that away from me. Wow. And this is why I'm so honored to have moms like you on, (laughs) like to know that like we exist, right? Like this is real because this has been my journey. This is yours. And like I said, many other women that I've recently interviewed. So with that, I think that there's also sometimes this, and I kind of shared it with you uh, before the chat, before the podcast episode is with a lot of single moms, even within ourselves, sometimes I believe we have two choices, right? We either like victim mode or we're the victor, right? We choose every day, which one we're going to be. And I'm thankful I've had my mom who kind of taught me and led by example to always be the, the victory, right? Like she always like does like shows up. It's not about like what he did or she said or blah, blah, blah. How, like, do you have any tips on that? Like for someone that's going through it and they, they're just beating themselves up, but then they're also like feeling sorry for themselves. So I think that's another thing is like, how do we not get trapped in the like feeling sorry and like people owe us where that's the other side of it? I think, I mean, I'm, if you ask my children, they're like, yeah, you did. You felt sorry for yourself sometimes. And I probably did, you know, right. but 
you're entitled to. I think you're entitled to feel bad for yourself because it's a shitty situation. And sometimes you just don't know what to do. But yeah. that could be said about any relationship, whether you're in one or not. You know, things are not perfect. They're not great. I think, I, you know, self-care, I never heard of back then. I'm hearing more and more of it now, especially right. people like you. And it's great. And it's a good thing. And I do think that it is important. You have to, even if you take an hour and you just go and get yourself a cup of coffee and sit in the park and cry. Do it. it. Whatever makes you feel better. Who cares? Who cares? At the end of the day, it's you. It's your kids. You have to feel good about yourself. You want to be there for them. So if you need to have a breakdown in the bathroom and cry or bite the towel rack, do it. I love <laughs> Clearly it. I've done that. Well, yeah, I, that was me like two days ago. And actually the person I was interviewing yesterday said that was her yesterday or the day before. So I'm like, yeah, that's just, I mean, I feel like even single or not moms, like how often do we find ourselves like hiding in the bathroom or hiding in the parking lot, like getting these tears out because we hide them. Like we, we're, oh, yeah. we're always doing this, which of course I'm not a person that says like, yeah, just cry hysterically in front of your kids all the time. But also we need to get that stuff out. So it's important to make that space for it. And I think that is a big part of self-care is like dealing with our emotions and feelings. So thank you for sharing that. Uh, it, it's like, it's, those are the things that sometimes I think are funny after the fact, like we can laugh about, you know, crying in the bathroom or, spending an hour crying in the park but in those moments it's like we need that release yeah, and it's, it's really real. really really real so <laughs> yeah. okay now when it comes to your book your business what you're doing like your legacy that you are leaving right now like what what do you want to share with the world that's listening like the floor is yours how can we support you what are you doing Okay, so this is all brandy new for me. I've been working in restaurants my entire life. This is so, but this is something that I always wanted to do. I wanted, I didn't want to have a, gee, I wish I did that. You know, it's a shame. I didn't want to let an opportunity go by. So now having more time, I tried. What's the worst thing that happens? It doesn't work out. That's okay. At least I tried. At least I know that I did my best. But this book is, it's, it's for children because I want them to feel strong and, and, and happy and proud of what they have rather than feeling bad about what they don't. Because it's really easy to start to get into that poor me, you know, and there's no reason to feel like that because you do have love, you do have support. And that is what I wanted to share. And I wanted to also, I wanted it for my kids too. I think they deserved it. You know, now I'm going to get crying. No. <laughs> but they, they deserved it. They, they were so good. And I, their story was important. So I wanted it to be shared. And now moving on, I'm going to make a series. I'm hoping for three, but if it turns into more than it will, and it's just going to be like how the, the feelings of the kids during adult things. So the next is the mom, you know, finding a boyfriend or, and then eventually I'll have Sebastian's story too. That's what I'm working oh, towards. Cause I, I have to be fair. This. I'm I a Libra. I got to get them all in there. <laughs> Just get that balance, girl. I love it. it. Thank you because hearing that, first of all, melts my heart because it speaks to my heart so much, right? Like I, as a single mom, it is, you know, I've there, I've had so many conversations with my daughter of every family looks different and some families have this and some families have that. And as long as we have love and support and we're there with each other, like it's okay. And it's beautiful and this and that. And it's like, I can't even express how many times I've had that conversation, but then you open 99% of books and it's like mom, dad, kid, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and so then, and then whether, like you said, in school, like there've been many times where kids have, you know, and the kids just being kids, they're like, 
where's your dad? Like, what's going on? You know? And so exactly like in those ways. And so to be able to have a resource like this, I can't wait to get this book in my hands and read it with Sophia. I am so grateful that you did this. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I I felt, I, I felt like it was important because, you know, my, my dad was always around. I, I was very fortunate. I had a really good father and he was very involved in our lives. He brought us on vacations. He did a lot. So this was very foreign to me. I didn't get it. I'm like, what do you mean? How, how, how are you not in the picture? I don't understand. Look at them. They're beautiful. Right. <laughs> right. How aren't you helping me? Right. <laughs> but, I know. But, you know, their, their story is important and it needed to be told. Well, I'm, I and many others are so thankful that you are sharing this story. So to everyone that's listening or watching right now, in the show notes, you can read all about the book. You can buy your book. The website's listed there. So please go and get your copy of the book. And um, let's see. Oh, I'm going to ask you this now. I'm putting you on the spot. And you, okay. can totally, you can totally say no, but I have a feeling that you're going to say yes. Is could one lucky listener win a signed copy of your book? Oh yeah, of course, of course. For a for a, a belated Mother's Day gift, that would be so awesome. I just Perfect, literally yes. sat dawned on me right now, and I was like, oh, that'd be so great. So <laughs> yeah, okay, so you hear it live right here. One lucky listener. Um, all you need to do is send us a message. You can find us on Instagram, and once again, that's all in the show notes. Drop us a DM, and we'll pick a winner. And Gina, Georgina, will be sending a signed copy of the book to you. And aside from that, is there anything else, final thoughts, things that you want to share with anyone that's listening right now? Um, I have a lot of new mom friends now that I, I'm in like the new circuit. Now that I'm the old mom and the young, <laughs> I used to be the young mom, now I'm not. But um, I, I'm coming across more and more people who are like just recently ending relationships or going through it too. And it, it, it is hard, but if talk talk to your friends. They do want to listen. It'll help. I think it will help a lot. And even for the kids too, if, you know, I, I found myself occasionally like, you know, don't <laughs> let, let them say what they have to say, because you want them to feel strong and independent. And if they're talking, they're comfortable. They're comfortable yeah. with the people they're around. So just, I think it's important to find good friends or, if, or find somebody to speak to if you need to, because I wish that I did a little bit more back then, but it, it's very healthy and it's, it would help out. I think a lot. I love that. Yes. Listen, moms, we don't have to do it all by ourselves. The whole book I wrote is all about that. It takes a village. Self-care is not about just doing this solo mission that we're on our own by ourselves doing this thing. The only way I could ever have self-care and get my workouts in and do all this is if I have a team, like a village of people. So it takes a lot of support in this world, not just for our children, but for ourselves. And so I'm so glad you brought that up because I think we, a lot of times, we don't want to share something. We don't want to say something because we're nervous or we're embarrassed or we're shameful or we feel guilty or we don't want to burden someone, right? We have all these reasons why we don't say anything. And at the same time, then we hold on to all that and that can store some pretty intense kind of trauma within the body. So thank you so much. Yeah. Well, I'm thank so you. happy and honored to have you here and I can't wait to get your book. Once I get your book, I'm going to be sharing it all over my social Thank you so much, Georgina, aka Gina. <laughs> I asked her, I was like, wait, 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 your name's Georgina. What do we go by? Um, okay, well, thank you, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to drop us a DM. One of you are going to win a copy of the book that is signed by Georgina, the author herself. Sending you lots of love and thank you for joining us on Self Care Secrets. Self Care Secrets. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And if you resonated with this episode, please share with a friend. 
the best way you can help us grow is to share your personal experience. This podcast is produced by Louis Martinez and the Paper Street Film Company. Don't forget to like and subscribe and leave a five-star review, which helps us continue to produce great content.